Hey there, Tribble Nation. This is Len, a.k.a. the Bat Tribble, welcoming you to our very special interview with Sirach Lofton of the Seventh Rule Podcast and Star Trek Deep Space Nine. want to give you a heads up that we had some very severe technical difficulties um, reaching Siraki. Apparently, even though he lives on Los Angeles, who knew that you had to travel through several wormholes to get a connection out there? So he is coming in and out of the stream on and off of the show. His uh, audio breaks up a few times, uh, quite a few times to be to be honest, uh, but hopefully it's enough there for you to enjoy this interview because we really had a great time with him. All right. So sit back, relax and um, enjoy. Our interview with Sirach Lofton. Seven is a number, both prime and divine. Seven yeah. is a number, both prime and divine. Seven is a do. number, both prime All and divine. Seven is a number, Check both prime and divine. United like the Justice League, we unlimited. Five transformed into seven. Magnificent amalgamation. Super Saiyan, we ain't playing. 106.5 is the radio station. Triple Nation is the name of the tribe. 610-267-215 All around the globe in every area code Online, on air, whatever the mode Days and nights, live or recorded Listeners rewarded with the rawness Keeping it flawless like a Batman plan Jedi flips or a Spider-Man handstand Peace to every geek we stand for From Kronos to the bottom city of Candor We about to catch wreck Turn up your set, black triples on deck. Y'all know what time it is. Black triples in your area. Let's go. Hey there, Triple Nation. What's up, boys and girls, cats and kittens, children of all ages? Welcome to another brand spanking new edition of Black Trouble! What it do, what it do, what it do. My name is Len, a.k.a. the Bat Tribble. And as always, I'm joined on this lovely stream by... Uh, I'll go first. What's up? It's your girl Kennedy, also known as that Mikey chick, better known as the Storm Triple, coming to you live for the 215 to the day I die. Quarantine life, pandemic things. Parademic? Yes. Because that's, <laughs> that's what it is at this point. It's a parademic. It's We're beyond parademic. a pandemic. Yes. <laughs> Most definitely. And we also- glorious. We shall not be moved. What's up? It's your man, our son, the voice of reason, aka the Super Triple. The Red Steel, the Combo, Jedi, the Mountain Comics, Coffee House. That dude has got too much stuff in his house, so he's moving it into yours. Just accept it and move on. Most deaf, most deaf. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a fantastic show for you this evening because we have a very special guest for you. Who? This guest can speak to us about geeking, being a geek. This guest can speak to us about Star Trek. This guest can speak to us about Hollywood. And even more importantly, this guest can speak to us about the 
NBA because that is big things that is happening in the world today. This is a man of the world. He is he is a man who you watch grow up and grow tall on your TV screen. I think he maxed out at seven foot twelve. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for live straight from the seventh rule podcast and a space station in a deep space far, far away. <laughs> Put your hands together for the man whose first name is literally a party. Sirak Lofton here in the building. Yeah. What's up, Rock? Yeah. What's up, everybody? Yeah. Wow, what a Amazing. Thank you very much. I appreciate the intro. Yeah. Yo, what's oh, up? Party. Oh, just the, just the four of us. That's all it takes. That's all it Yo. takes. Just two triples in a row. That's all we need. <laughs> That's all we need. That's all we need. Thank you so much for taking the time to, to sit in and watch with us. Shout out to all of you out there who are listening to us and watching us on YouTube and on Facebook as we are streaming live. What's up? The Super Tang is in the building. I see you, baby. Hey, Pino Tribble. Pino Tribble in the building. <laughs> yes, she is. We are going to have so much fun tonight, ladies and gentlemen, speaking with Ciroc about everything that you want to talk about. So def- definitely load up all your questions. We know what you want to do. He's going to, he's promised he's going to give everything and everything right here on the show, short of his phone number, ladies. So back up. <laughs> back up. Back up. Don't let the smooth beard fool you. The brother knows what he got to do. Yo, can we, talk, hold up. can we talk about this luxuriousness for like a hot second? I've been watching Seventh Rule. Great stuff. This is like... Every day, every every show, Swock's like, hold on, let me introduce my beard first. It's like, what <laughs> oh, happened? Yeah, you know. <laughs> flex, flex on them. You know, we gotta grow it out. You know, it's it's beard season right now. You know, speaking of NBA, we all go with facial hair this year, so it's uh it's the grown man look. Mm. 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 That's what this is. Hey, we we grown. We we all grown. Randy, show us. Show. I mean, yeah. uh, mine is mine's a little bit more a little bit more hobo than anything else. But you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, yo, I'm not even. Gonna, I'm not even gonna lie. I was I was trying. I was gonna try not to geek out. But yo, this is hot. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. Well, thank you, you Randy. You right. get to talk to me every every week, but it's it's nice to know that I'm. I know right. it's it's so right. it's so humbling to know that you know we still have that pop for you people after still, ten years. Still, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still do it to me. It's okay. We'll we'll take pictures and stuff afterwards. No big deal. Just come to the green room. It'll be great. Yeah. Now, so Rock. Now, uh, if yeah. I understand correctly, you you are out there on the West Coast, right? I'm in Los Angeles, yep. Living in Los Angeles, and from what I understand, the word in the streets is that you are a big basketball fan. So I would am I right or am I wrong? That's 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 the word that's getting back to me, that you're a huge basketball yeah, fan. Yeah, the word is correct. I am a basketball fan. So, um, yep. being out in L.A., you must be on cloud nine right now because – not only did you have one superstar sign a new brand new deal, but you had your other superstar on the Los Angeles Lakers sign a five-year deal. 
basically Next. cementing at least two more championships coming your way down um, uh, uh, in, out there in Tinseltown. So, yep. you, think? you think two more? You think LeBron got two more in him? Yeah, he does with, with the team that he builds around him. He does. Um, he can't All really right. knock what LeBron's doing. He, he's been living up to the high. Oh, no doubt. No question. No question. You know, coming into the game with that kind of expectation, it's a lot of pressure on somebody, and he, he really re- has risen up to the occasion. It's mixed feelings for me, though, about the championship, you know, because we love Lakers, and, you know, I'm a big Lakers fan. Really, since Kobe and Shaq, even though, you know, Magic held down the Lakers for a long time, Most I was on the Jordan. I was on Jordan's team at that moment, so I'm not going to lie. But when Kobe and Shaq got together, um, you know, that was the beginning of it for me, being a, a diehard Laker fan. And so, you know, we, 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 we celebrated Kobe's memory. This, this championship was about honoring him and kind of, you know, the respect that he, he brought to the team in that uniform. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then also about the torch being passed on to LBJ. Okay, I dig it. I dig it. Um, and then, and then, not what? Fifteen minutes later, y'all get another chip from the Dodgers. Like, what's that like? What's you know, that? When it, you know, when it when it rains, it pours. You know what I'm saying? But uh, mm. you know, I don't want to brag, but you know, we got you know, you know, this mm. is LA. You know, oh, I started to wear a Philly shirt tonight too. I know, I know all the ear Philly guys out there. Shout out to all my guys in Philly, my Bristol guys, all my guys in all, all types of places, you know, uh, Bushtown, uh, all types of places out there in, in PA. But um, I want to give a shout out. When I was out there wearing my Kobe jersey, I got a lot of flack from from people down there on South Street. Oh, yeah, there, there was there was a lot of that for a minute. There was a lot of that for a minute. It was uh... – we had a we had a, a a tumultuous relationship with Kobe around these parts uh, we early like in his it. career, early in his career, yeah. no doubt, <laughs> yeah. early, early in his career because he got that first chip against the Sixers, right? Um, yeah, and then he kind of chilled on a lot of that, and then we kind of chilled on a lot of that, and it it became sort of a like, all right, you all right, you all right, and he was like, yeah, yeah, we we were cool, and and so. You know, when everything went down in January, it was a lot of a lot of a lot of silly ball cats that were that were feeling it that and were feeling that loss. Um so it it, it was it it I most of the cats that I know, they weren't upset when they won this year. You know what I mean? Because the Sixers went out mad early anyway. Well, so it was like whatever. Time. You know what I mean? So it was like I all right, get a little okay. background, you know. Uh when Kobe first came to Los Angeles, I was one of the first people to hang out with him and befriend him. And uh, he didn't really let too many people befriend him. So I felt like, you know, we had a special thing. And during that time, I got to know him and how he felt, mm-hmm. certainly about, you know, Philly. Mm-hmm. And he had a lot of love for Philadelphia. So I just want people to know that in my own yeah. conversation exchanges with him. He 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 would bring up Philly as many times as he could. He would talk about his boys back in Philly, his rap crew, which I think was called Cheese Saw back in the day. Um, yeah, so he would yeah. Bring yep. up Philly. yeah, 
Well, do you know, it's curious that you said that, you know, you befriended, uh, you were one of the, the first people to befriend Kobe uh, out there. Um, that, when, when I'm trying to think of when Kobe uh, came into the league, that was like early, what was that? Uh, yeah, that was like 90. It, it was 99, 2000. Nine. Yeah, 99, 2000. So, yeah. so um, when, yeah. you're in, when you're introduced, yeah, yeah. Int- introduced to him, you know, and he's this, you know, this young superstar, you know, in and to himself, I would imagine that that, that was kind of like, um, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, a little bit of like deja vu for you a little bit, if it were, because, you know, you became a a household name at such a young age as well. You know what I mean? Out there in, in Hollywood land um, is where you two, is that where the two of you met on, on a common level or was it something else? Or was it just balling? Did you dunk on him? Like, I'm, I, I, that's I the know. question. Did you dunk on Kobe? That's all we really want to know. <laughs> no, no, I did dunk on Kobe. That's, that's, uh, that's, that's a rumor that I'm glad y'all putting out there. Cause I would like to go and pray. But, but no, I will say this though. Uh, at the time, Kobe was going out with Brandy. Yeah. And Brandy was doing a show called Moesha, which I'm sure mm-hmm. y'all are aware right. of. Right. Yeah. And I used to be, uh, I used to be on those sets a lot. So during the time we started filming in '93, during those times, I would be going from Moesha's set. I would be on uh, the Sister Sister set, um, the the Parker set, the Wayne's brother set. Fresh Prince of Bel Air, so I was around wow. uh, in the house. Yeah, you was, you was in all of that. I was, nice. Yeah, there was only so many black people doing Hollywood at that time, and so we all ran in these very small circles. Everybody knows each other right. in this business, so you know that's pretty much how it came about. I'm at moment in Moesha when he was first coming to LA, looking for Brandy, trying to see what's up. Okay, all right. So, see, I said his name was a party. I didn't know the man was living a party. He was just bouncing right. from set to set. Okay, so right, all right, all right. I'm not mad at you, man. I'm not mad at you at all. <laughs> yeah, I was living a party. I grew up on that Paramount lot. Sydney Hall was filming right up the street from us, so we drop oh, in and see the guests over there. I mean, there was a lot of things going on. That's a totally different type of childhood, man. I mean, yeah. I mean. <laughs> I grew up like down the street from Jack's and we'll go there and get some now laters. You like you you like, you know, chilling doing your homework on our stages of our city. What's what's that like? That's gotta be like yeah. a whole warped perception, man. Yeah. Um it just felt natural for me. I don't know because I didn't know anything else. Yeah. I started at the really flex. That 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 I cool ass. That was a smooth ass, cool ass, <laughs> casual, effortless ass flex. I don't know. It's just my life. I don't know. Yeah. You know, you you didn't grow up around famous people. I can't really. <laughs> I I just call that Tuesday. I don't know what the problem is. <laughs> it was freshman year. What you mean? You didn't? Yeah, you know, like 
<laughs> it's only so many. I think Hope said, it's, you know, it's only so many of us, but less is more. So there's plenty of us. Mm. And, uh, you know, so that, that was what was going on. It was a small circle of people. There's only so many, you know, especially when you talk about producing side of it, there was Ralph Farquhar who joined uh, Moesha and all of those shows. Mm. And then you also had uh, Bentley Kyle Evans, who was doing Jamie Foxx show right. and Martin Lawrence show. Um, uh, I mean, there wasn't that many uh, black producers. There weren't that many people on television. So we all kind of knew each other you know, from Donald Faison doing uh, Clueless right across from us. You know, I mean, all type of people who just around at that time. Well, let's backtrack a little bit. Where did the um, bug for, for acting start? Where did where did where'd you cast that on? Yeah, was this was this your choice, or was this you know a parent being like, "Hey, you got this face. We may as well make some money. Let's go. Read this line for me." <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I started acting. The first acting thing that I did was in the fourth grade plan in a school play, and it was. Martin Luther King that I played and you know I, I did my I have a dream speech mm-hmm. and um and that that was my first bug of, of just of just getting in, in on stage and I remember the reaction from the parents and the teachers and everything and that kind of opened my eyes to the kind of sensation that you got as far as feedback from people and the love that you would get so right um that was the first thing that kind of opened my eyes and made me say that's what I want to do Okay, um, but so I the didn't first really thing was Martin Luther King. Okay, I'm nine years old. That's, that's yeah. not hard at all. But I'm nine years old at the time, you know. And by the time I was ten, which was around about a year later, uh, we ran into somebody who was an agent and said, "Hey, you know, would you like to audition for our agency? And if you get accepted, we'll send you out on audition." So I was I was part of that. I think that was in like. Uh, 89 when that happened like 89 88 89 and um that's when i started and i started booking jobs after that going on auditions and booking jobs and until i ended up deep space nine did you do any type of like uh acting lessons or was this all just natural skill just like just getting they said read the line so i read it no less um, the lessons that I did take though were in, were in school because I went to a performing arts magnet school. Mm-hmm. My junior high school, Bangkok, was a performing arts magnet. So for those of you out there that want to get in the game, you know, getting into a performing arts school, somebody school that studies and 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 really focuses on creativity, that'll help you open up those uh, outlets that you have, those creative ideas that you have. Um, I was coached by a guy named Mr. B. My teacher and Mr. Bialik's daughter was Mayim Bialik from okay. the show Blossom. Right. And so that was one of my, that was my junior high school teacher. Um, I never really, the barista you get is on set, just like everything else I've done in my life. You learn more doing it than you do studying up on it. And, um, and yeah. You know, I've gone on open restaurants, for example, and open a restaurant. You could read, you could read as many books as you want to, but until you and Eric did 
dealing with customers and cash registers and, and inspections and the, the board of health, you know, you don't really, you're not really prepared until the moment hits. you. That's true. So I'm trying to hold off talking about Trek because there's, there's so many more questions I have for you. We mentioned um, when we did the virtual cocktail party, you mentioned that you were able to relate to people if maybe if not as Star Trek fans, but at the very least as, as a nerd, someone who geeked out about something. So what is it that gets you excited? What happens when, you know, this thing pops up in conversation and you're like, oh, this is my shit. Let me tell you all about this. What is the thing that Ciroc geeks out most about or several things if there's an assortment? Uh oh, did we lose him? Well, when I was a math nerd, so I'll... Can you hear me? Yeah, there you are. You're back. Yeah, so for one, I was a math nerd, and I did a lot of... Okay. I did a lot of math school. Um, I was an advanced calculus student in, in high school and whatnot. Um, I geeked out on chess. Okay. I grew up in a lot of rushes in my neighborhood who taught me how to play that real, real Soviet style chess and ended up uh, being a founder of a chess club at my high school. Okay. So that's like, that's like core geek stuff. That's like the, the quintessential when people think about nerds or geeks or whatever you chess did you go on to like win champions and stuff were you wrecking them on these tables we already asked if you dunk on kobe did you wreck did you wreck people on these chess tables though is the question yeah. i did i got people in chess <laughs> and, I won, I won back, and i won in basketball too not against kobe <laughs> yeah you know. he said i did <laughs> but, uh, they call me the problem. Yeah. <laughs> Here for it. Yeah. Here for it. All right. So math and chess. Were you into science as well? Um, you know, I was able to. Guys, have some sound problems? Are you okay? Yeah, you're you're a little choppy. Yeah, you're a little choppy. I'm gonna call right back. I'm gonna call okay. back. I'll All call right, back. cool, cool. Then we're gonna drop him out. We're gonna drop Sirac out because he's gonna come back in, ladies and gentlemen. Because his audio was a little was a little choppy. We want we want to be able to feel the full Sirac, you know. Because I, I like to have a full, especially full. considering he, he dunked on Kobe and is apparently a chess grandmaster. I want to hear these stories. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Definitely want to want to hear from and want to hear from you, ladies and gentlemen, out there, action figure expert, uh, great root beer, all of you out there watching. Triple N X, Triple N X in the building. One of these days you're gonna read that right because it says great root beer. I I always say root, root beer, don't I? <laughs> you know why? It's because I don't drink soda anymore, and every time I see great root and then bear, I just I think about a root beer. It's my favorite soda, and like I don't. It's been so long, man. It's just Jones and and the thing beer, is, man. and the thing is, is that I used to at least treat myself to a root beer when I would go someplace and get a really good burger. 
but like this year, I like I'm cutting out beef as well. So now I can't even like get a good burger. I tried so, that once. Oh, I yeah. cut out beef once. It, it it lasted for it lasted a good six months. When I cut when I stopped eating pork, I I got rid of pork. I was like, I'm gonna cut beef too. I was just eating turkey and chicken. This is when I was at Penn State, and then I came home and I was like, oh yeah, two things. <laughs> I, yeah. for a minute there, was giving up uh, all red meat for Lent. Mm-hmm. And uh, I uh, was not happy. <laughs> Easter <laughs> Sunday, I was eating all the things. I was, whoo, let me tell you. Okay. Yeah, I, I considered it. I considered it for a, a good minute. I was like, yeah, I can do the No, I can't. I can't do this at all. Well, so Rock is... So Rock is back. Let's find out if he who he wrecked on them chess tables. <laughs> who he wrecked on them chess tables. Um, so Rock, you're back with us. Is that better connection? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. You tell me. I need... So laggy. LA is not only in a different time zone; they're apparently, you know, out of the space-time continuum as well. For real, for real. We're getting, Sirach is literally coming through a wormhole right now, ladies and gentlemen, onto uh, your stream. Uh, See what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so but before we were rudely interrupted, you were telling us about, you know, doing damage on those in those streets on the chessboard shaking man. kids down shaking kids down yo let me get that lunch money bet money bet money i'll wreck you a chest i'll bet you a sandwich i'm gonna wreck you a chest come on th- th- throw down get on this table dog get on this table hey <laughs> <laughs> we some money on the chest on the chess board um you know I, I would play different people my best win was against one of these grandmasters that was in town uh my greatest win, but you know, I, I founded the chess club in my high school, so you know, that was something that they didn't have. And we started the chess club at Fairfax High School here in Los Angeles, so that's one of the things I was kind of geeked out about. Nice, nice, that's the kids are all excited. But oh, that's cool, man. That's cool now. Um all right, you did that. You did chess and everything. So, so you, so you have actually like true geek cred. You know, chess and 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 uh, I think Kennedy asked whether or not you were down with science and everybody. So it sounds like you, you, you. Yeah, you, you, you cred is no joke. Yeah, you got, you got, you got cred there, man. That's cool. So when, but when you got the call to audition for Star Trek and I mean let's face it you were you were a, uh, a young buck at that time you know you probably didn't have any idea that you were going for like you know Star Trek it probably was just like hey it's a job it's a, you know this will be, this will be cool right yeah that was a, you know I, I wasn't thinking about long term what Star Trek man was going to be like um you know, I I was just happy to just to be doing just getting the audition. And you ask about schooling and learning how to act that came from being around Avery Brooks. And being around Avery, you're gonna learn a few things. <laughs> Acting be one of the least of them. Okay. What 
what was that like? Was he, was it really as, like, I would imagine just kind of being in his presence, like, at first year, you get a little like, oh, my God, it's Avery Brooks. And then you just sort of, like, absorb off of that that energy that he puts out. Is it, is it, was, it, was it like that? Was he, like, terrifying at all? Or, like, what was, what was that about? Was, was that he about? a totally different guy after he shaved his head? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> but a good thing was that I didn't watch any of the Hawk, uh, a man called mm-hmm. Hawk show. So I wasn't aware of what Avery was like on the show, the kind of charisma and the kind of, uh, you know, larger than life persona that he had. But just being around him, uh, you understand he's educated. You understand that he's knowledgeable of the world, world travel, that he's uh, been active for, you know, African-American people for majority of his life and that he's an excellent actor. So all of those things kind of just flow off Okay, I'm I'm just gonna um, really quick uh, stop and just ask because it may be on my end. It sounds like it's still a little choppy. And, yeah, yeah, and I, and I don't want to miss because we're we're speaking about Avery books with Sirac Lofton, ladies and gentlemen, and he's and he's dropping jewels. And I and I understand. I see a couple people in the comments who are saying that the connection is still a little bad, and and I don't want them to miss the nuance of what you're of what you're saying about Avery Brooks, because we're catching every other word, but you, you're, you're dropping knowledge right there. Um, and we got people tuning in from, looks like all over the world. So we definitely don't want, want them to miss, you know, every syllable that you are dropping, Sirach. Okay. All right. All right. Um, so I'm going to ask you if you could one more time, okay. try and dial back in and let's see if this connection. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah. Right, and see if this connection can uh, get better. All right. Okay. All right. Cool. So we're going to drop some rock out. Let him come back in. See if we can't uh, hook this connection up. Lance Graham <laughs> says that the East Coast West Coast subspace carrier waves are problematic. Yo, they're just against right? us today. It's like yeah, dealing right? with talking to people after the burn and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. You see what I did there? You see what I did there? Trying to keep it, you know what I mean, spoiler free for those of us who ain't caught up, but uh, you know, but you got to stay on brand. So yeah, I you think, know, you know, I know where you where your pit, where your pit, where your pit, where you pit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let everybody see, let everybody see, let everybody see. Let me get this out of the way. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it look like you should be taking the oath right now. Look at that. We should take just like a snapshot. Oh, oh my God. Ooh. Oh, that's so sweet. That's so pretty. Nice. You know, I stay on fleet. I, I, we know you do. We know you do. I stay on fleet. You said right. on fleet. That's on better. On fleet. Shout out That's to Cheers. Better. Shout out That's to Ishoke so and, and Kiria of Cheers and Queers for branding that hashtag. Hashtag on fleet. Um, that, that's good. Because that is that is lit. It. I wish I had come up with that myself. I'll be honest. Uh, Bree, Breezy from Northwest Philadelphia said, "You guys rock, and you are what looking, up? looking good, Northwest. Kennedy. Uptown in the building. Oh, thanks." What up? Yo, Randy, I just moved up here. Where are you at now? 
I moved in with fam, so I'm over by you, really. Yeah, <laughs> Uptown. Uptown you, and you, you you know when the one returns to the source. Exactly. It's exactly. A, it's a complete system, you know, reboot and uh stuff. The neighborhood was feeling a little bit nicer. You felt that vibe this week? I you did feel that? that. I did feel that. Okay, I see that. I'm just gonna let y'all have this. I fun. Uptown, so that's how we do how we do. Hey, sometimes <laughs> sometimes you just gotta hit that reset you gotta, button. You gotta, you gotta flex a little bit. It's okay. It's all right. Um, I, gotta, I gotta say it's nice being around trees and shit. Tell you what. It's like, is that a squirrel? <laughs> I had a- oh, for all of you, real quick, for all of you tuning back, tuning in, um, Sirac Lofton will be coming back onto the show. We just straightened out some of the connection issues, so please stay tuned. Sirac Lofton will be back here on Black Tribbles to continue talking about everything Trek, uh, everything. We're going to get into his podcast, The Seventh Rule. We're going to have a whole lot of fun talking about Sirac. We're going to talk about how does it feel to have your name actually be synonymous with a party. You're right. I wonder if he had like, because it's spelled differently, so it's not like he could even be like, hey, that's my shit, you know? <laughs> Is it spelled different? I thought it was spelled the same. Yeah, no, his has two R's. Two R's, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Man, the second letter matters. The second letter matters. I don't know if that, Lance, I don't know if that was for me. Uh, no, no, that, no, no. That was. Okay. No. All right. Just check it. It probably uh, was for you, but he got the name wrong. So I it's know. Not going up. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I am. Um, I'm trying to get back to work, man. That's all. I, I got to get, I got to get another test so I can go back to work. Um, mm-hmm. Jones and on Tuesday, like, what comics? Here's here's a cool here's a cool thing about being the producer of the show. Lent, I mean, uh, Sarak has showed up in the green room, uh, kind of like the lobby portion, so you and the audience can't see, but I can see him. I think we may have a winner here. Proof is is because his background has totally changed. Oh, do we get the ceiling fan? Do we get the ceiling fan? No, he doesn't have a ceiling fan. It all looks right, like he's right. got like a couple of pictures behind him. Uh, so let us see, Len. What the fuck? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying it. What, what the flim flam? I've got Ciroc for myself. Why can't I have him for myself? <laughs> no, no, no. I know you all came here for Ciroc. You didn't come here for me. So here he is, Ciroc Lofton, back in the building, ladies and gentlemen. As you can see, he's changed up his scenery. Hey, Ciroc, uh, what's up? What's up? I switched it up just to see if uh, this the signal is better. It sounds better. It's, there we go. It sounds better. Okay, it looks good. pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Cool. 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 That's my uh, Avery Brooks in the background. There he is. Nice. 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 That's pretty dope. That's pretty dope. That is dope. That is. Let's give everybody like a kind of like a big blow up of that. Oh, that's pretty awesome. That's really cool. Is that signed by the cast too? It's signed by Avery, yeah. Um, oh, nice. That I did for him. Yeah. Oh, what, yo, you you did that? What? Oh, dude. Oh, wow, dude. Oh, kind of hating on that. That's dope. That's really dope. That so, so you so, Sirak, you said that you actually created that. Yeah, I made that for him in 2012. Nice. It was a piece That's of, pretty dope. Uh, to, to uh, 
basically highlight the fact that he's the first uh, American captain. Tell us about that theory. I heard you say this before, and it blew my freaking mind when you said it. So for Len and Randy, and for those of you listening who who are like, what do you mean he's the first American president? Let him know, Sirach. Let him know. Let him know about Space Dad. Let him know about Space Dad. I hadn't even thought about that. (laughs) Well... Well, we got all the captains. Um, the you know all the captains are from somewhere else. Um, Captain Kirk is actually a Canadian. Canadian, Canadian yeah. from Canada. And uh, Patrick Stewart is, is a Brit. Yeah, oh, I hadn't and even so thought about that. Avery Brooks, Avery Brooks is the, is the first American captain, so he is my Captain America. Oh, you just you just you just blew Randy's mind. Oh, I hadn't even considered that. Wow. Okay. Go. Go. So now, so now all the Captain American shields have to be adjusted so it's the Delta shield, right? It can't oh, yeah, be a five yeah, pointed star anymore. It has to be. <laughs> I, I I would rock the hell out of that mod, and I'm not even a Captain America person. That's really that's, that's really cool. That so dope. you made that. You're an artist too. How do you just like casually? Put together a piece of artwork and just be like, "Oh yeah, I made this." Like, that, see, 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 that's what y'all y'all tripping on. Like, you know, the first black, you know, Captain America, and that's that's beautiful and everything. I'm tripping on this like, low key look, Renaissance man. Look at this mixed media piece right here. We've got. We, it looks like there was some imagery work. There was some layering. There was some splicing. Like what? And he did this back in 2012, where this is like really like hand hand handcrafted. Right. stuff plus he was he's a he's a a, a, a a chess master plus he probably secretly got like like a, a chemistry lab downstairs and he's he's a, a, a basketball <laughs> savant we finding out um he's got a world-class beard going on like I mean, dude he's just but then he's just looking yeah I made that in 2012. I made it. I made it. Oh, this joint? Oh, yeah, I made that. I mean, it's what it is. I forgot. I forgot that. Oh, this this whole thing. This joint on this wall that I put up when back in my carpentry days. Uh, Yeah. Uh, They were were doing the honor of the five captains in London at the Excel Center in 2012. It was the first time they brought all five captains uh, together. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was invited to that event. I wanted to pay homage to Avery. So I got the idea to make this piece of art kind of overlaying him on the original U.S. flag. And instead of the stars on the flag, I the United Federation of Planets uh, logo. And if you look closely on the details, you see the United Federation is actually made out of uh, dollar bills. It's all cut what? up. Oh, look, wow. at that. Look, 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 look at what is this? What is this? Behind it. What is this? Look, what is this? What? Yeah. Who? What? And then, and then if you if you look closer at the. Uh, if you look closer at the, at the the flag itself, uh, that actually strips those episodes that we did. 
and uh, those are the scripts. Upload the script. Up. Make that. You... Yo, this is rad. So I'm so mad at that. Uh, this is not the script, but it's... yeah, it's the scripts and the call sheet. The I'm so mad at that. So uh, I'm not mad at all. Actually, I'm mad that I don't have one. What it says is, uh, is uh, the reluctant duet. These are the names of episodes, by the way. So the, the reluctant duet uh, progress far beyond the stars, defiant for the cause. And those are the names of the episodes. I actually made a sentence out of it a little bit. I'm Ooh, so mad at you right yeah. now. People calling for your Etsy in the comments? Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> like, says, Ciroc, drop your Etsy. Oh, my Etsy. <laughs> oh, my God. She says, chess, acting, basketball. Is there anything Ciroc uh -oh. can't do? That's wild. So is is this like your first and only piece, or do you have like do a rap album? You said you had an you album. Bars too? You got bars too? Hold up, hold up. I did another one. Yeah, I got bars. Yeah. Oh, word? <laughs> wait, 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 lifestyle of the fucking famous Yo, the Picard John is hot. Yo, I'm so mad at both of those. That is so cool. Yo, dog. Yeah. Sign that too. I bet he did. Also, Yo, man. Dad. So this is this is next generation script. Nice, sweet. You look close. Created by Dean Roddenberry. Wow. That's dope, dude. That's dope. Oh my God! This guy does everything. Does it mean yeah, anything? We, we do that you, does it mean anything that I don't see Kirk? Like, are you, are you on the low key saying something? Len, why would you do that? Why would you do that, Len? Why would I'm you do that? Question. I'm asking a question. <laughs> I'm, I'm asking a question that's, that's that that William Shatner would. Yeah. Ask. So, Rock, you can plead the fifth. You ain't got the answer to that. You did ask me that one. Uh, <laughs> Sure, no, I'm ahead. gonna make one. I'm, I'm gonna make one, and you know, as you can see, Avery's on the U.S. flag. Uh, Patrick Stewart is on the British flag, and I'll have a Kirk one on the Canadian flag. Yes, nice one. Okay, all right. Sure, you'll make one. Sir. And then we'll <laughs> and we'll move on down the line from there. <laughs> nice. That's dope, man. That's really, really dope. Yeah. Yeah, dude, it's it's cats gonna be like, yo, can I well, let me watch you watch you yeah. have those once you have those commissioned, because I'm not gonna lie, I would hang both of those up in the crib. Those, those are both, hot, dude. Those jewels are hot, dude. Those those are both pieces that you would see at a convention that would like oh yeah, be like auction go. pieces they or something. Be, like that is just like on GP, right? And then just the added bonus that they were 
made and created by a star of the show, people would be like, oh my God, take my baby. Like, I need this. I got another child anyhow. I have three. I'll trade you. No, no you won't. Stop it. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. So with all of the with all of the skills that you are displaying for us, just putting out for the world to display just casually, just 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 casually, um, it, I'm I'm curious. What would you say is your is your favorite? Is your favorite, like your first. Yeah. Line? See, it's kind Art of weird. Rhymes like. See, the best yeah, part is, I don't mind when he's all about creativity, and so okay. I can create. Yeah, I can create acting. I can create uh, on the basketball court. I hate an artwork or even making a music album. So would you just express yeah, it differently? See if I can find this album right here. Hold on. Look this thing up right now. If among other things, you got you got bars, I'm gonna be upset. You about to drop some deep space bars? I'm gonna be some upset. some gamma quadrant bars. I'm here for it. I'm Let's gonna go. be upset. It's gotta be a diss album though. It has to be talking trash about like Star Wars. Oh, I was gonna say <laughs> the Jem Hadar, but let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> let's do that. Listen, if we're gonna go win, let's go win. You know what I mean? Let's let's <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's let's do All it. Right, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see I don't see uh, that album over here. Thank God. Yeah, my album is called Divine Intervention. Okay. All right. All right. Everybody rushes to Google it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't want to hear this. But you know what? That, but that's one of those things you would find. And I probably you probably uh, recognize this, um, Sirac, out there in, in Hollywood. I've always said that when you are creative, you there there's You've got your first love, but then there are other things that are kind of like first love A, first love B, but really you just want to have a taste of everything. So like I've found like almost every actor wants to be either a singer or a slash rapper. Every rapper wants to be, do some kind of acting. And and then on the side, they also have some other piece of creativity that they kind of like keep for themselves you know that that's kind of like becomes like home for them like like a calming space like to me i wouldn't be surprised and it's fine i'm not even going to ask you to put it out there but i wouldn't be surprised to find that your artwork that you have on display there in your home in your home is your home i mean it's obviously very personal pieces because of the how time consuming that they are and how precious that they are and how beautiful that they are but i wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised to find out that that is like, you know, where you kind of like, like it, it, you center yourself a little bit, you know what I mean? As opposed to like the acting or podcasting, the stuff that is more out there, more demonstrative, you know, I've always found that to be true of a, of a lot of creatives. Yeah. I mean, um, all the ball players like to be actors. All the rappers yep. wanted to be yep. ball players. 
And, you know, there was all that I saw wanted to be for the <laughs> <laughs> Um But I, I've been gifted and I've been and blessed. So I, I, I can't love to do it like with the work. That's cool. If you had your pick, right? If you had to, out of all the things that you enjoy doing um, and things that you're good at, because sometimes those aren't always the same things, what's the one thing that you wish you could explore more or are maybe even actively exploring more? Like, cause we're, we're going to get into the podcast in a little bit, but you know, are you, are you creating more pieces of art that you're, that you're looking to put out there? Are you working on another album? Like the world wants to know. Yeah, I've got, I've recorded the album and uh, I think rap would be the thing that I would like to do more of. Uh, I didn't get, I didn't fully get to release all the songs. I recorded it and kept it. So I have them all. I got all the masters, but I haven't released mm. anything. And okay. uh, I think that would be the next step for me, releasing the music, let it out there. Uh, most of that stuff is, uh, is therapeutic. That's for damn sure. That is for damn sure. So like realistically, right, if we want to be honest with, with Len's experience rapping and with Randy being a, a professional world-known MC, like this is an album right here. Like we got the album cover, right? I mean, I can sing a hook, right? I ain't got I'm, no bars, but I can sing a hook. Like, what do you need? What you want? I got you. <laughs> this is a thing. I, I'm pretty sure Triple Nation would pay good money Narky to see this as well. Handy. Let's get it. Let's get it popping. <laughs> you know, I got pens. Let's get it popping right now. What's up? Oh, uh. So, so Rock Randy is part of a, a bluegrass hip hop band called Gangsta Grass, and they have traveled literally the world over, spreading the goodness of of both. It's been a couple places. A, a couple places. This pool been all over the place, um, spreading the good the good news that is <laughs> um, bluegrass and hip hop, two great tastes that taste great together. Mm-hmm. Um, you would never think it, but it's it's pretty dope. And Len, you know, he had his his cruise bars back in the day. He's retired, right? <laughs> Long retired. He's retired. <laughs> Randy's Randy's active duty. Len's retired. Oh you might be able to get Len on a like a reserve list, maybe. Listen, I'm about to I'm about to get Len in the video. <laughs> yeah, we we anyway. Enough of that. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, what? Well, I I did a song on Randy's albums, and now Randy wants to do an animated video of it. And I will drop drop a Ciroc Lofton remix. Don't get it twisted, bro. Uh-oh. I don't know if you can hear us. What'd you say, Ciroc? (laughs) I will drop a Ciroc Lofton remix in a heartbeat. I I can't hear you. I'm going to go back to I'm getting dropping sound on my side. Okay. 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 All right. So he's he's dropping out. He's driving out again. The the best part about when he goes like choppy like that is that even though I, I can't hear him, he can't hear us, I could I could look at him, which is you know <laughs> which is which is almost as awesome. Almost. Almost. Which I'm I'm I, oh, I hope he have a good connection because I want to go there. I want to go. What do you there. mean? 
I want to go there with with him. Um, go it, where? It, it, yeah. You'll find out. Oh, come on, dog. Don't <laughs> do this to I me. I don't want to. I don't. This is this is called a tease. This is called a tease for the people. Oh. Oh, wrong kind of. <laughs> that's, uh, that's the wrong show. That's the wrong show. We're saving <laughs> that for April. We're saving that for April. Wrong kind of tease. Got it. All right. All right. It's kind of it's kind of hard to do teasing with a with a turn like anyhow. What am I gonna do? Ooh, hey. like that's not that's not how it works. The turtleneck is very it's very sexy. The turtleneck is very sexy. I th- I thought so. Yeah, yeah. I, so, I'm at people in the comments who, who tell me is a turtleneck sexy? Not just any turtleneck. Let's face it. You know, just can't you know just be a rando turtleneck. But a turtleneck can be <laughs> a rando neck. Yeah, nobody wants to see me in a turtleneck. That's not a thing. That's not but, true, Brandy. That's not true. No, You'd probably be dapper thing. as hell. It's not, it's not a thing. true. That's not true, dog. That's it's not a, true. Listen, my my dear friend, it's all about knowing your limitations. I know my limitations, man. I know I know what I can do and I can't do. I know I don't do turtlenecks and I don't do tank tops. There are, you have to know your limitations. When you get to 47, you got to know your limitations, man. You, you uh, can't Randy, do it. Randy, you just went from Hawaii to Alaska with tank tops and turtlenecks like okay and i know not to do either one that's that that's not true because actually and kennedy will back me up as a fashionista uh uh par excellence that i believe that every man every well-dressed man should have in his wardrobe at least a very nice fitting black turtleneck top i agree and I don't. <laughs> When's the last time you had one, Randy? All right, all Bro, right. I've had a. This is a bit. This is a bit for the show. Take Randy shopping. We're going to put you in. <laughs> we're going to like. Go, I'll do a turtleneck sweater, like yeah, like that, like a little, like a like a little puppy dog. You know what I mean? I'm not. I'm not like. I'm not like talking like a like a slim turtleneck. Nah. No, can't. we talking about sweaters. We talking about sweaters. Turtleneck. Turtle, turtleneck. Turkey neck Maybe. sweaters. Turkey neck sweaters. sweaters. They go great with collard greens. <laughs> Turkey neck sweaters and collard greens. There's an album. There's there's an album. There's a, a that's the album, album title right there. Turkey neck sweaters, sweaters and collard greens. Now Calvin Austin says it depends on who's wearing it. That's not true, Calvin. I believe that. I mean, yes, you got to get one that fits your body, but a black turtleneck is 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 um important in every man's ensemble so rock lofton is back with us ladies and gentlemen hopefully we've got a good connection he's getting up i i'm, I'm watching him so i'm gonna wait for him to to sit back down wait for him to get his beard all centered up into the screen before <laughs> i ask him ask him the question um uh looks like he is putting on his earphones and it looks like he's hearing us and there we go so rock is back with us how you doing so rock I'm glad to be back, man. I wish we could get this out, but you know, sometimes we just get interruptions with signals, man. I'm sorry about that. It's, All right. man. it's fine. I've got two questions for you, Sirac. You <laughs> come back just in time. Uh, Maggie, you keep, you Maggie keep missing Mickey. us cutting up when you leave. We're all cutting up when you when you dip out. It's all it's a completely different show when you're not here. <laughs> I know. True. Maggie Nicholson uh, says uh turtlenecks are only sexy when they're black. And I and I 
I kind of agree. I I put it out there that I think that every well-dressed man should have at least one nice-fitting black turtleneck in his ensemble. Ciroc Lofton, agree or disagree? Uh, I like black turtlenecks. I don't know that it's a must in the ensemble. Oh, but here we like go. It. Discourse. Discourse. Here we go. Randy, you just made Randy's night. No, I, 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 I think he's agreeing with you. Uh, I think he's agreeing with you in that you should probably have one if you can pull it off. Yeah. And, you know. I mean, what's pull, not? If you got a slim neck. <laughs> That's true. That's the other thing. Like, you have to, if you're a bigger, if like, not, not like a bigger guy, but somebody who's got, like, no you know, neck. trapeze and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like trapeze no deals in the neck. Then you end up looking like a stick of roll on deodorant. So you do have to be careful. <laughs> yeah. You do have to be careful. That's a good point. I forgot that about I forgot about I forgot about that part. Very true. Uh Breezy says that every woman should have one too, and you're rocking it, Kennedy. Oh, I thank you. Oh, you've got a you've got a fan over here in Breezy, Kennedy. I'm just, I'm just Hi Bree. I'm just saying. <laughs> my my mom was in them comments too, guys. <laughs> I, I did see your I did see your mother, uh, <laughs> Vanessa in Old City, aka No Trouble at All, aka Kennedy's mom. Very proud of you all. Thank you very much, Miss Nessa. How you doing? Long time nice. no see. So, Rock, second question. Second question. Yeah, second question. Second question. Second question, Hope you're ready, man. Glad you're sitting down. Yeah. So <laughs> I said how I started the show talking about how America watched you not only grow up, but grow tall before our eyes on TV. Because in those, what, it was like six or seven years that you were on Deep Space Nine. Um, and I mean, you literally became in this stretch of time the tallest person on the cast. Like you were literally looking down at your father, um, which I always thought was kind of funny. Um, uh, and, and not for nothing, quick aside, as you grew, did they forget to grow your wardrobe with you? Because sometimes it looked like like <laughs> your clothes were like, they, 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 it didn't look like they were like, what, what, for you. What, what, what happened was he went in for the fitting, right? A week or so before they shot, and then <laughs> on set, <laughs> it was like, oh, puberty. Sorry, guys. Right. <laughs> and, what, and, and what you can alter a garment in, right? Like you can yeah. take in fabric, you can hem something, but to add yeah. another inch on the wrist <laughs> is like, is work. So you poor, you poor thing. Yeah. <laughs> He spent the whole season with his hands on his back. Well, you know, first of all, onesies don't look good on anybody <laughs> except for babies. Wait, they were spacesuits. If you shut up, y'all, damn. Gotta zip you up into your onesie, then you can't look that cool. Wait, I disagree. My favorite onesie, my my favorite Jake onesie, was the one. Um, it was a color block. It was like it was like a blue, and then like an azure and a turquoise and then green. It was very like I was like, okay, this is like 
Uh, it was the one where they uh um where we're not for oatmeal on them, thinking it was Odo. I was like, I was like, oh god, not this one, Z. This is the good one. <laughs> this is the good one, not the good one. <laughs> oh man. So like how 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 soon did you start protesting against the onesies and how soon did they start actually listening to you? Well, when DD guy voted me the, one of the worst dressed people on television, mm. <laughs> oh I man, think I was behind Urkel. <gasps> oh, that's when I said, Oh, that's terrible. Um, we need to have a talk. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, let me talk to you for a minute. Come here, bring it in. Bring it in. Let's let's chat. <laughs> well, here's the thing. What, what... Yeah, so uh so I told him, you know, we got yeah. Where were your parents, man? Like that's when they're supposed to like step in and like You know his mom loved it though. Mom's like, look at my baby in this teal green. <laughs> look at my child in this line. Okay. This is a new brown. I wouldn't have necessarily put on his complexion, but I like it. I like it. I like it. That's real cute though. I think I seen that pattern in a bus once. I like it. I see what you did yeah. there. What's she gonna say? No, take my child out of this and jeopardize that check. No. True that, true that, true that. She said, make sure you get his good side. <laughs> yeah, we, you know. <laughs> we left a lot of into the hand into their hands and, and they and they made adjustments. They made adjustments. You know, they saw that it was that you know, at some point too, you know, with puberty hitting, you get into these uh situations where too much is showing. So they had to make a change. Mm. Which, which brings me to my, my actual question. Uh, Sirach Lofton, uh, one time Jake uh, Cisco of Deep Space Nine, which means that you at one time were unabashedly, possibly the smoothest brother in Star Trek because there was a time when as you walked around along the promenade of Deep Space Nine where even I was looking as like oh this brother feeling himself <laughs> he's feeling himself a little bit you had like a nice little strut about you bruh like I understood you, you couldn't get like a a, a a a real crazy fade because you know they had to keep like period and stuff. But you still was looking fly. You was getting tall. You were getting your man on. You was like this on the screen. They couldn't see you on the screen. You know what I mean? Like you was just you was you was a fly dude. You was you was what 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 Len is trying to ask is how many collections of panties did you gather over the years? You know, on from conventions. Just sat from the parking. Oh, oh, that's true. <laughs> I was thinking. I was thinking, like in conventions, like he's just on a panel, and women are like, "I love you, Pete," and just like throw shit at him. Like I didn't even think about 
the set to set type stuff too. Oh, that's like that's layers. There's categories. <laughs> Plus, we know that he does albums now, so really he's like the Star Trek Teddy Pendergrass out this joint. Okay. <laughs> uh, look at, look at him. He looks like an album cover right there. Look at he literally. Nah, like no, that's funny. <laughs> So, so you, so you just not gonna talk about all the, all the, all the jaws of the stone at you? All right, all right, all right, all right. That's cool. That's cool. I can understand that. Respecting the privacy of the owner of said. No, no. I mean, you know, it wasn't. It wasn't like that. What? <laughs> no, it wasn't like that. I, I, I was fortunate to be around. I mean, I for one, I'll kiss and tell. That's a, <laughs> Okay, so, that's good. So, that's that's good. That's good. Whatever that's good. happened, this happened. You know, I I keep private, but um, yeah, I was blessed, man. I was really blessed. Um, well, you couldn't tell from the clothes, but I think that was the idea. So anyway, <laughs> I tell you, he had some good ones. <laughs> Baby Jake had the best ones. Right, like season one, Jake had all the cool patterns, all the cool colors, and it was like, it was still innocent. You know what I mean? It was still cut right, but but like <laughs> season three, was that gross bird hit? Was like, ooh, he couldn't put a man in a, in a pantsuit or something. He couldn't get, he couldn't talk to Garrett. Garrett is really gonna let him walk around in this. That's wild. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I gotta talk to Garrett now because if he's supposed yeah. to be a simple tailor, like, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you with the stirrups on the bottom. So <laughs> yeah, you oh, can tell. Yes. Yeah, the stirrups. I forgot oh. about that. Oh, oh, yeah. That was to keep the line right, though. Everybody had stirrups yeah. in they in they stuff. Some of the, not just, everybody had stirrups on. It's gonna be flat. But... That was yeah. Ooh, man. Yeah, everybody got their episode. One is forced to wonder at what point during the evolution of human society, like mm. after all the wars and stuff, people were like, you know what, we're done with all this fashion stuff. Here, onesies. Everybody gets a onesie. Everybody gets a onesie. Unless and once and once you get the, this tall, we're out of onesies for you. You just gotta keep wearing <laughs> your old ones. I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, that kind of has already happened, right? The onesie game during the quarantine has like Killed it once. Once Fenty has started selling onesies, like you already know, a lingerie company is selling onesies. Like I think we're, I think we're there. We're at a dystopian, post-apocalyptic, late-stage <laughs> capitalism yeah. onesie time. Just I think, straight onesies for I everybody. Think, I think we're there. Um, how else are you gonna get people to wear pants? If all of our, if all of our meetings are from here up, what, what pants? I don't have pants on. Oh man, it's got a point. You got a point. Oh boy. I, I did put pants on today. <laughs> today. <laughs> so that company, yeah. Well, that company coming over. That's why. I, I had I had I had company, you know, I wanted to be presentable and put them pants on, I guess. They sweat pants, but they pants, you know. <laughs> there you go. I mean that's all that matters. That works. That works. Put the pants on. Yeah, I mean, you know. Yeah, they're on. That's all that matters. Respectable, like. Respectable, like, with pants and, and, and whatnot. 
and such. so so we we talked we talked a little bit about what it was like working alongside um avery brooks avery brooks but what was it like receiving direction from him and and also other cast members that started to direct as well was it a, a, a stark difference between somebody who was just you know a director by trade as opposed to somebody who was an actor and had different insights into into directing folks as well yeah avery was a phenomenally good director he used to get everybody's attention um it helps that as an actor he knows what to ask for he knows what he's looking for and he knows how to give the right directions and instructions to make it easy um i you know he he is an og as og mm. comes i mean the people and the things that he's seen it's like you know being around malcolm x or somebody because he's always wow. dropping jewels and pat uh i know that lavar burton expressed that he really preferred directing um as time went on and actually directed a couple of episodes of Deep Space Nine as well. Did you ever get yeah. a chance to bust it up with Kunta? Kunta Rainbow? <laughs> I hate I hate calling him Kunta because he's not. He's he's Uncle 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 Rainbow, Uncle Reading. You called him Kunta Rainbow. That's what you said. <laughs> really just called him. It, 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 it was his TV. It was his order of influence. You called him Kunta Rainbow. You're not going to jump on my ass for this. You just went in on some onesies, my guy. First of all, relax. Secondly, if we want to go through the line, right, it's a full name with technically Kunta. Kuta Rainbow, Rainbow LaForge. LaForge. Yes. I said what I said. And he's yeah. got Captain Mars too. You you know damn well. You know the kind of influence we got. You know damn well in nine months, it's going to be some child running the streets of Philadelphia named Kuta Rainbow. I blame You're you welcome. for that. You're welcome. It'll be a little coronial, and in 13 years, it'll be a quarantine, and you can thank Auntie Nen Nen for the name. I don't know why you're saying 13 years. You know there's going to be a quarantine at the cookout in June. We all know that it's going to be quarantine one, two, and three at the, at the cookout in June, most definitely. I'm saying the baby will be a newborn in, in nine months. There'll be a quarantine. Will be a quarantine. <laughs> quarantine. Dang. Hey, you like that? that? You like that? Yeah, I got I like bars. That. I like See, that. I got bars. Put me in. Hey, put me in. Yo. Oh, it's gonna hey, be several babies uh, named quarantine. Uh, hey, without question. Without question. <laughs> without question. Well, it's a girl. Okay, Quarantina. There's already coronas. You know there's okay. babies in Coronas. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> That's a good one. That is very true. There is already Coronas. I guarantee it. Anyway, I apologize to Rock. Let interrupted. What were you saying about being directed by LeVar? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. What was the question? <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you lost me with the future. Okay, so yeah, LeVar. <laughs> I brought it back. Uh man, Lavar is you know he he is a he's another kind of guy you know he brought it back. Um, what's interesting is that Lavar Burton starred in the Roots miniseries that aired back in the day, 
And um, in that miniseries, you'll also find the actor Avery Brooks. In that miniseries, you'll also find Kate Mulbrew. Plus, it wasn't Kate in that? And in that miniseries, you'll also find Tim Ross, I believe. So, a lot of... Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cool so, a lot of people came out of, of, of LeBarbo's roots that ended up being affiliated with Star Trek. Yeah, she was in that. I forgot Kate was in that. Well, that's true. I mean, that's one of the things that Star Trek has been, you know, uh, blessed to have probably since the original series that each iteration of the show, even all the way up to uh, Discovery now, um, has had very prominent um, actors whose faces you you see doing phenomenal work elsewhere and then start they, they get on star trek and then all of a sudden their lives change because they enter into this orbit um and and it can take on a life of its own and you know let's let's face it let's be honest there have been some people some people that has been a blessing for some people, at least for a time, they have looked at it as a bit of a curse or something they, they want to like, you know, keep at arm's length or try to. Um, but the pull of Trek is just very strong. Um, how was it for you coming out of Deep Space Nine, especially considering that you were still very young, still had, uh, you know, your whole life and career ahead of you, Sirach, how was it for you coming out of there and dealing with this now, the phenomenon that is Trek, you know, stepping outside of that show bubble and into kind of like this whole universe of Trek worldwide? How, how, how'd that uh, go for you? I just put my head down and go forward. I don't really live in the life of celebrity or whatnot. I just go and do what I have to do. So when Star Trek was over, I was at UCLA studying business, getting my degree, and um, you know playing basketball. I ended up doing another television show for Showtime mm. called The Hoop Life which I had a chance to work with an actor by the name of Michael P. Williamson. Uh, I remember that show, yeah. From, as uh, Bubba from Forrest Gump. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was on Chicago Yeah, so I had a chance to do a lot of things. And while I was there, yeah, I mean, he's been, uh, he's been around since Waiting to Exhale and all type of projects like that. Um, uh, he was actually recently with the, in the movie that they, they remade that play. I forgot the name. But, um, <clears throat> you know, for me, it's just about continuing to do the things I want to do. Um, you know, going to school was one of them, playing basketball, you know, and, and continue to act and do all that I also wanted to like open a business and venture into that aspect. Clothing company, for example, uh, this clothing company that I have my sister on. Um, 
Abyssinian kiosk. And we make original shirts that are Ethiopian inspired, African inspired shirts. Those of you that uh, want to get some new nobody else got, you can check out Abyssinian kiosk and, you know, buy a, a highly selected shirt. Abyssinian. <laughs> Randy's on the ground right Yo, man, I got a I got a t-shirt problem. I think we all know that. Oh, t-shirt. That's kind of banging. Oh, <laughs> yo! Well, well, show us, Randy. Don't just sit there and hold. I know. Like, wait, 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 wait. look at this. Look at that. Look at that. Let's put you on. Uh, uh, all right. Put this, it is the, this is this is the Cisco Kid Christmas tree hoodie. Wait a minute. Hold on. Where's that? Boom. Oh, it's too bright. Look at that. Look at that. Wow. It's a, it's a hoodie. It's a hoodie with the. There it is. Bam. Look at that. Wow. It's a Christmas tree Star yeah. Trek MO. Oh, man. You're going to make me. Yeah. <laughs> and you said you do this yeah. with your, your sister, Sorok? Check, check, your... check out the. Check out the. You must know I have I a t shirt yeah. problem. Yeah. So she, you know, we're Ethiopian. My mom's Ethiopian. And, and, uh, so Abyssinian Kiosk is a shout out to our roots. We we feature Ethiopian crosses. We also feature them do, uh, you know, deltas, starch kind of roles. But uh, you'll find the Hala Selassie shirts in there. You'll find a lot of Ethiopian designs in there as well. So, yeah. These jaws are banging. All right. Well. Randy's, well, Randy's got like three items in his cart right now. <laughs> damn it, man. Yo, these jaws are banging, cuz. Uh, okay, okay, Randy, show us at least one more. You just can't right, sit yo, there on yo, the yo, show. Yo, yo you got, no, no, I got just a can't problem. Be shopping on this Look, show. Man. <laughs> yo, yo, we got the Holly Selassie John. Look at this thing, <laughs> bro. Look at the Holly Selassie t shirt. Yeah. Come on, son. Come wow, nice. on with that. Yeah. Man, listen. Right around the holidays, this is a great plug. <laughs> like that's that's why Sorak is making. He's he's like, uh, check out the um, go to the Holly Selassie. Uh, <laughs> if you could, you he may said wanna... it's, it's Abyssinian kiosk. A B U Y S S I A N kiosk with two K's. <laughs> yeah, yo, I totally just bookmarked the whole zone. You got man. This dude. Yeah, they got they got some great stuff on there. Now, did you are you doing the individual designs? Is your sister doing them? Yeah. Yeah, we see that. Who's doing the uh, individual designs? Is that is that just you and your sister putting that together or that's my sister's doing it. Nice, nice. She's got some great stuff, man. Really great stuff. Like the one I got on. This is the uh, cube shirt. Oh well, hold on. Yeah. Let's, let's get that up. So, you know, original Ooh, that's stuff. Fly. That's fine. Wait stuff. a minute. Do do it again, but slowly. Uh, this see time. that again? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there it is. Oh my oh, goodness. That's, that's fly. That's all right. All right. 
<laughs> okay. All right. Uh, all right. Look at yeah, it. so I stay, I stay rocking. I, I, I stay rocking all uh, her. You you can t- you can tell he's a well trained actor though because the second you said do it again slowly what did he did he did it again <laughs> and he did it very slowly dope. very dope no complaints <laughs> he follows direction well that that Mr Mr Lofton there all right all right no <laughs> we are talking to you. we are talking to you. <laughs> you are filling up notepads Sirac. Between my two tribbles. Yeah, between between the album, the, the artwork, album, the, artwork the online the, store, the, gear. the ability to follow directions. I'm yeah, just like, yeah. what's up? That's what's getting starred. Um, <laughs> we're talking to Sirac Lofton, ladies and gentlemen. Sirac Lofton, famous of Deep Space Nine fame. Um, a man who... Um, on the low may or may not have um, shown uh, Kobe Bryant how to shoot a turnaround jumper and <laughs> is and is uh, now a star of his own podcast, The Seventh Rule, that has actually been going on for quite some time. For for two for two is it two, three? It's it's been around. I didn't know if you were saying 23. I didn't know what was happening there. No, uh, I wasn't sure if it was two or if it was three. But it's it's been around. It's been around and uh it's mm-hmm. it's quite successful. Um what is the story behind the seventh rule podcast, Sarah? Uh, it is a podcast that was started with Aaron Eisenberg, myself, and Ryan Huss. And um, so it was basically the idea behind it was to bring back Jake and Nye mm. nice. and for us to be talking and, and reviewing, reviewing the episodes and talking about it. And um, I jumped on that opportunity. It seemed like the right thing to do. Um, it was also a chance for me to reconnect with Alvin. And build back on our friendship. Nice. Um, so it's been going on for two years now. And since he passed away, uh, we've been carrying the torch for him. Ryan and I um, doing our best to, to continue to bring honor and, and memory to, to his legacy. And, um, we, you know, we, we, we cover anything Star Trek when we bring in guests to talk about their own experiences. We've had guys like Eugene Roddenberry, uh, you know, Dutch Jones, uh, Mitchell, all type of people that we talk, Star Trek with. It's been a blessing. Yeah, you guys have hosted, <clears throat> excuse me, conventions, not one, but two virtual TrekCons that were a rousing success, I gotta say. Uh, the first one in the summer did so well that we had another one uh, back in October, which had some really great panels. One of them Thank being you. um, your conversation with Rod Roddenberry. That was so cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was it was such a precious, like, mutual kid growing up in this world moment. It was just a really cool thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there was the panel you did with Mike McMahon for Lower Decks. Thanks for the shout out, by the way. Um 
And my favorite was probably the the diversity in Trek panel. We got a chance to talk to um, some other actors of African descent uh, within, you know, in in the genre and talk about their experiences and and all of that. I only wish that I had, you know, allow me a piece of hubris here. I only wish that I had the chance to moderate that panel because all four of you had really great things to say. Like you all had great perspectives, great, uh, you know, different experiences that gave us as an audience opportunity to like compare and contrast what you all had experienced in your careers. And and you and Raven Dauda were both so caught up in the conversation. I was like, oh, they need somebody to, oh, they need, oh. So next time you do something like that. Here we go. Here's my resume. <laughs> <laughs> you know where to find me. Let me know because I, I just I think it was really great and I, I love okay. seeing. Okay. Yeah, like let me know. I'm right here. I'm right here. You got my number, like whatever it is, call me. Um and it just it just really great opportunity to not only see a podcast, you know, put on an event like that, but also give voice to people from so many different marginalized backgrounds as well. So um, I know all of Black Star Trek was thrilled to see that panel. Um, and I, I wish you all the, the best of luck in doing something, you know, like that again, because it was definitely much needed and we don't see enough of it. You know, when I think about all of the programming and, and you've done conventions and stuff, you're familiar. When I think of all the programming that happens in these events, like it, you know, I just don't, I just don't see enough of, of us represented. And now that Discovery's on the air, pissing all the right people off with its diversity, like we, we need to have more of it. So do are there plans for another event like Virtual TrekCon as something bigger than Virtual TrekCon? Do you, do you all have plans outside of the scope of the show itself? Yeah, well... For one, Virtual TrekCon um, was created as a result of what we're experiencing with coronavirus and all the lockdowns. And because right. people are not able to get together and meet conventionally, we have to find ways to get together and, and keep our bonds. So the idea was to do a Virtual TrekCon and be the first to do it. and Thankfully, you know, Ryan and I were able to get together and out the door and package before anybody else was able to get a virtual convention going. So we, 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 got, we got that done. And then it was also about fans that couldn't afford to or didn't have time to travel to conventions uh didn't have the finances to be able to get into conventions it was about them having the experience and them having the access uh, we were able to reach a lot of people that were handicapped and you'd be surprised how many handicapped star trek fans there are that can't make it to a convention so that was yeah. one of the really pleasant side effects of hosting this kind of event So is there yeah, to do it, keep making it bigger and better and make it bigger and better for also the dealers who are looking to, 
to make money. Yeah. So I was going to ask, is there plans for a, a virtual TrekCon 3? But it sounds like you guys are already on top of that. I mean, I think next year in the beginning, we'll probably start like a, a GoFundMe to some d degree to kind of expand on the show concept and expand on TrekCon so we can get a bigger following and bigger support. Um, we're, we're, we're doing our best to continue to expand and work together with our Star Trek allies. Uh, we put it out to people in the um, in the chat to see whether or not they had any comments or, or, or questions for you. And George Kimona, who is a huge uh, Star Trek Star Trek fan who was actually late to tuning into the show, but he wanted to know, had you caught uh, that there was a nice uh, tribute to Aaron uh, Eisenberg on Star Trek Discovery? Yes, we did. We caught that. We named one of the ships on Lower Decks, the USS mm -hmm. Nautilus. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, on um, Discovery. Mm -hmm. And well, also made it an uh, Eisenberg class, which is a shout out to Aaron Eisenberg's name. So um, there's been other tributes to Aaron as well. Um, some of the online games made a special uh, kind of a plaque commemorating him in the online game. Uh, and there's been several other things that people have done to kind of show their tribute to Aaron. And he was a really great guy because he loved the fans. He loved meeting people. He loved taking time to follow up with people. And that's what he taught me, which was to be, um, uh, you know, a better, uh, better with the fans and how to build a better relationship with, with people that watch us love us. It's really cool. Um, okay, I have a question for. I wasn't going to ask this question, but look, they asked it. Um, they didn't put it in the chat because it, they didn't want to put it in the chat. They didn't want to come off that way. So somebody texted me a question for you, Sarat, because I joked earlier that I did not have pants on. So someone texted and said, yeah. "Does Sarat have pants on?" That's what they want to know. <laughs> me that so i'm 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 asking the question that is i mean that is just really just so unnecessary <laughs> unprofessional uncouth there's one thing we've been i'm not wearing pants no <laughs> good man pants. good man no not at all i i'm not wearing any pants no And schmance. Can you can, like? Can you text me who texted but you? But I am that? wearing shorts. Because <laughs> now I now I have now I have questions. Now I need to talk. <laughs> me and my bat left. We just want to talk. <laughs> you and your bat left. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, I, I, I'll let you. I'll let you know in the in the in back in the lobby. I'll yeah. let you know. I'll let you know. Um. <laughs> So, Rock, it has been so great for you to take the time to sit and, and talk with us. Um, hopefully, this was 
not the interview that you were looking for. This was something <laughs> completely different because that's what the Black Triples do. And in keeping with that ideal, um, we want to bring you into the Tribble Nation, which is where we bring all of our guests and, and fans of the show. We ask them to join the Tribble Nation, and by doing so, they adorn themselves with a Tribble designation that kind of indicates what they are all geeky about. Randy is the Super Tribble um, because uh, that Superman t-shirt you see him have on, that is one of over 200 Superman t-shirts that he has. He is a huge Superman fr- fan. Um, I, I am the I am the Bat Tribble because I'm a big Batman fan. I got Batman around my neck. Uh, Kennedy is Storm Tribble okay. for uh, for Storm of the X Men as as well. Even though she is a huge Star Trek fan, which is represented by Tribble. Nice. Um, on my, on my, on my, on my, uh, my, my personnel shield. You know, I stay on fleet. I stay on fleet. I stay on fleet. Yeah, put put it out there. Put it out there. There you go. There you go. Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, and we do have um, among uh, the Triple Nation, we do have, you know, residents who have appeared on Star Trek. We have, of course, Tony Todd. Um, who, who, who also played Jake Cisco? Jake Cisco. I was, I was going to leave the visitor alone because I don't have enough t-shirt uh, tissues around me to talk about that episode because that is just uh, my feels. Yeah, another Jake Cisco. Right, uh, Shaka Zulu triple. Yep. And we have the first lady of Star Trek, Nichelle Nichols, is of course Shaka Zulu. Okay. Uh, she is Queen Tribble here in the Tribble Nation. Um, Michael Dorn is Chuck Yeager Tribble. That's true. That's true. Yeah, and um, uh, Dave, David Geralt, the creator of Tribbles, is the Tribble, appropriately enough. Um, so we want to make you, Sir Rock Lofton, one of the Tribble Nation, which means that you have to adorn yourself with a triple designation that indicates, you know, kind of what you're geeky about, or it can be real funky. You can get funky with it as well. However, whichever way you want to go with it, Ciroc. Uh Yeah, you know, I gave this thought, and thank you, Kennedy, for having me and giving me the heads up on this one. This is time. Um, I'm going to go with the designation. Mr. Triple Double. Mm. Mr. Triple, triple Double. Triple Double. Ah. No, I won't shut up. You like Wait, that? All right. Okay. <laughs> triple Double is dope. I like okay. that. Okay. So that was good. That's triple dope. Double. Can Mr. You, can you, triple Double. Can you, ex- can you explain that again? Because you were choppy yeah, so a little we'll bit. Get- we missed. Yeah. To go with Mr. Triple Double as a basketball, as my love of basketball and Star Trek align. And right. uh, the Mr. Triple Double, and no, I will not shut up and triple. <laughs> 
I'm with it. I like that. I I'm like that. Shut up and triple. That's great. I that's like great. that. Wait, shut triple, up though. and triple is kind of dope, though. Like that one. I like that was like that is kind of dope. That could be that. that, that that's gonna be his AKA. That's yeah, I'm okay AKA. with. I'm I'm okay with with allowing an AKA right now, Mister Triple Double AKA. Shut up and triple. Shut up and triple is up there with. That's that's a triple, triple call triple quest. quest. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's, that's up there. That's up there. I don't know that if we can. That is magnificent. I I am okay with. With with an alias right now, that is we fully, fully deserved. Well, you know what? It only makes sense because he's he's damn near triple Da Vinci. The man yeah, does right? every fucking thing. <laughs> so so yeah, Mister Triple Double, aka hey, Shut Up and Triple. Triple, yo. So. I'm I'm yo, here not, for it. I'm here for not, it. Let's fucking not. go. So uh, there it is. I like Let's it. Go. I, I like want to swear him in. I want to swear him in. I want to do it. I want to do it. Uh-oh. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> okay. So there it's it a is. it's a very official. Yeah, it's a very official thing, right? This is a a legitimate sovereign nation, right? We are self governed, and we we require all of our citizens, fans, guests, hosts to take an oath, if you will for Triple Nation. This is going to be a little choppy because of the delay we seem to be having, but I'm going to give it to you straight. Fairly painless procedure. You're just going to repeat after me, okay? Okay. All right. (laughs) Here here it goes. (laughs) Yo, it's like calling 1993. Like, here, we we want to induct you real fast. Never mind the space-time continuum. We got you. It's fine. All right, so the we're just gonna don't repeat all that. That's not oh, repeat after me. Let's <laughs> 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 stop. You're making me laugh. Yeah. This is this is like this is like swearing them in by like a shuttlecraft. So you just each line by a shuttlecraft. <laughs> I feel like having a a can a tin can and a string all the way to LA. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like Morse code, smoke signals and shit. <laughs> Stop. All right, all right. Okay, serious face. What's the response? Wait, sir. Wait. <laughs> oh, ham radio. <laughs> Pony Express. <laughs> all right all right okay so you're gonna repeat (laughs) Uh, len shut up you're making me laugh his laugh is on delay (laughs) (laughs) oh god (laughs) all right Len is the worst. I wish I could like just close him out of this. Can I just like, can I just? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, okay. No, come on back. Just, you you gonna poke your forehead in here. Okay, Sorok, <laughs> serious business. I apologize for my for my crewmates here. <laughs> this is feeling like a day at the USS Cerritos. Holy shit. Okay, so. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> Huh, you're 
Repeat after me. I'm a triple furry. I'm a triple true. I'm I'm a triple what? Oh. <laughs> I hate you, Len. I'm a triple furry. I'm a triple true. I'm a triple furry. I'm a triple true. From the way I roll to the way I coo. Triple is the way I do? Ah, I'm going to text you. I'm going to just text you. I put it out there. It's on the screen. All right. Uh, <laughs> it's on the screen. Let, oh, now you want to look out. My first opportunity to text the Rock Lofton, are you going you gonna to intercept like this? What the hell's the matter with you? This is, this, is, this, is, this is 25 years of me wanting to text this man. You going to automate. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You got it. It's cool. No, I just put it out there for him so he can read it. That's all you Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's the that's the oath down there at the bottom. Okay. <laughs> oh man. Okay. <laughs> I... oh. Oh, so just just go ahead and read that out for us, please. <laughs> just read it. Okay. Okay. I'm a triple furry. I'm a triple true. From the way I roll to the way I coo. The Rock Lofton, aka Mr. Triple Double, aka Shut Up and Triple. Yeah, man. Oh, man. I'm letting you know right now, ladies and gentlemen, that by the weekend, Shut Up and Triple will be on sale at at, at T Public from the Black Tribbles. Cause that is yeah. a, that's a hot shirt. That's a hot shirt, and I'll definitely make sure that it says that it's from Mister Triple Double himself. Yeah. Oh my god, that is dope. Yeah, for real. <laughs> that was hilarious, Sarah. Thank you so much <laughs> for no. taking the time. Thank you so much for combating me, space time eighties. I know subspace it's can be awesome. a bit of a pain in the it's ass. Awesome. Now, if you don't mind, I'm gonna be over here buying some stuff on Amazon <laughs> kiosk. I'm about to get one of these coffee mugs, a couple of these t-shirts. <laughs> We're going to be all right. So, Rock, where can folks find <laughs> where can folks find you on the internet? Where can they find out more information about your upcoming projects or current projects? You can find me on uh, Facebook, on Twitter. I also have the 7th Rule podcast. Check out um, reach out to me there. And also through Abyssinian kiosk. Oh, right here, right down, bro. That's that's, cool. that's where that's where y'all can hear me on the Seventh Rule podcast. Well, if y'all want to holler at a brother, go to Abyssinian kiosk, please. That, that uh... oh, seven, I, whole and, and, you think, and, and you think Randy's joking? Randy just got his royalty check, so he is. Yeah. He, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a dollar or two around here. I may have to <laughs> an extra shekel. <laughs> I may wind up with a hoodie or seven. 
<laughs> he is going in. Um, be a problem. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> I'm lost. Thank you so much for Sarah. Really, honestly, honestly. Yeah, man. Thank, thank you, you so much for being with us, dude. This is dope. It's really, really dope. And for um, and on behalf of you know, like Kennedy is always put it out there, and um, and as she mentioned earlier, and you're keenly aware that. At the time that you were on the show, in space, it was unusual to see any of us in that in that um, that genre. And never mind that it was a black man, single black man, raising a young black boy into a man, and having the privilege to watch you two, you know. Uh, illustrate what was happening in homes across black America uh, only in space at a space station so far away was actually a very beautiful thing. And um, that really meant, meant a lot to, to men. I'm going to speaking for myself It meant a lot to me um, watching that uh, uh, even though I was older than you at the time, but I could still, like really, it really resonated with me. So I want to have the opportunity to thank you for that portrayal, you know, and thank you for obviously, you know, you never know anybody when you meet them, you know, you always want to be, you know, a little leery of meeting your heroes and, and stuff like that. But it's, it's uh, very nice to see that you, you're the real deal. So I appreciate that, bro. Thank you, man. It's been a pleasure. You guys are fun. I'm glad we were covered so much ground. I hope the audience is able to follow us as we were making our little communication wormhole <laughs> travel. Yeah, right. And uh, you can have me on, guys. It was, it was real fun. Thanks a lot, man. Thanks a lot, Sirach. Sirach yeah. Lawson, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to let him uh, bounce out of here right now. Peace, bruh. Peace, you be good. Uh... Uh, I wanted to blow him a kiss. Okay. No, son. <laughs> we will drop some rock out, ladies and gentlemen. You can check out the Black Tribbles. Um, holla at a Tribble. You can email us at blacktribbles at gmail.com. Email us with all your thoughts and concerns. Follow the Black Tribbles on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at Black Tribbles. Also, you can check out Randy and the Uncanny Tribble at Amalgam Comics and Coffee House at Amalgam Philly, the first comic book shop on the East Coast owned and operated by a black woman. Go to amalgamphilly.com. You can check out the Horror Tribble. The Ghouls Next Door, available everywhere that you find podcasts, including YouTube. You can also check out the Dark Joker Zen Triple Dante every Friday with the Friday Night Connection called The Infinity Equation, available everywhere you find podcasts and on YouTube, streaming live and direct. And our own lovely Kennedy, there she is. She is the star of not one but two podcasts the away team and women at warp both star trek centric both fly as hell and available where you get podcasts don't forget to check check her out as well ladies and gentlemen okay oh, oh, oh okay all right all right don't... that's the that's the best i got you don't know how how hard it was for me this past <laughs> 
two hours to remain professional, not be like, so like I'm saying, like, like, what's up? Can you do that on, on a on a on a on a live podcast? Hey, hey, sure, hey. Um, I wanted to be like, yo, I'm saying, like, I like them onesies. So what's up? <laughs> <laughs> what's up with you? Like, how you doing? How you living? <laughs> what's good? Did you eat today? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but alas, no nerve. <laughs> no, 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 you did well. You did well. Hey, look at hey. who showed up. Look who showed up in the building. What's up, Alex? How you doing? Hi. Hi. Hey. hey. Oh, he's getting tall, man. Yeah, he is. Right? He wow. really is. I'm scared of you. Hey, no, I don't. All right. We got to get out of here, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Maggie says she laughed so hard. Great show. Um, <laughs> live long and prosper, Rock, a.k.a. Mr. Triple Double, a.k.a. Shut Up and Triple. That's it. That shut up, shut up and Triple is the name. He's Shut Up and Triple, a.k.a. Mr. Triple Double. That yeah, is Dr- fantastic. Mr. <laughs> says that is definitely a hot Triple name. Um, action figure expert says good vibes, good vibes. This was a good show. It was a fun show. Um, so much fun. You know, it, it, we're sorry for some of the technical difficulties, but we still, <laughs> you know, we make it do what we do, and we try yeah, to man. entertain you, ladies and gentlemen. We have fun. Um, don't forget to tune in next week, ladies and gentlemen. Next week it's December here in in uh, Triple Nation, and that means it is time for Spaceheads. Review of everything that has happened in space exploration in the year 2020. And believe it or not, as crazy a year as there were, there was lots of news in space. And Kennedy is going to be bringing it all to you next week here on Black Tribble. So please check it out. It promises to be a whole lot of fun. All right. Until then, for the Master Tribble, for the Super Saiyan Tribble, for the Horror Tribble, Dark Joker Zen Tribble, for the Uncanny Tribble, for the Super Tribble, for the Storm Tribble, this and is for the Bat Tribble, <laughs> and the new Shut Up and Tribble, <laughs> aka Mr. Tribble Double. We, in parting, say... Hailing frequencies closed, Captain. Wow. Hey. I like... <laughs>